life is like a box of chocolates here in Chefburg. Little spoons, wooden spoons, it's a chef blur. He might make history. Some people would disagree. Chef tales, woohoo. Kitchens can be scary. You could slip on some dairy. Who look thick with Mary Berry. Chef tales, woohoo. These are genuine real tales. None of them include a Gareth Bale. They are ooh, chef tales, woohoo. Every day he's making real chef tales, woohoo. Organising the private pie but don't want the hassle of cooking for it all yourself? Have you got a corporate event booked but not sure where to start looking in regards to catering? It's okay. Sweet as a nut has got this. Run by husband and wife team, Sweet as Nut Catering are an experienced wedding events catering company based in Ferndale with over 25 years of experience. Whether it's a barbecue that you're after or a hog roast, Sweet as Nut Catering will work with you to create something that you and your guests will love and remember. Pop an email to sweetasnutcatering at hotmail.co.uk or check out the website at www.sweetasnutcatering.com Sweet as Nut Catering, it's what we do. Hello again and welcome to the Chef Tales podcast. I'm your host, Muddy Boy, Bombhead, Matthew John, Philip Jones, MJPJ. And I can't believe we're halfway through March already. It's fucking crazy. Apologies if you if you listened to my last podcast and the Q&A was a bit confusing. I stupidly thought that it was fine until someone pointed it out to me. And now that's all sorted out, thankfully. Right, so, start off from the top. No more football for me, that is it. I'm officially called time on my Sunday league football career. I don't know what I was thinking. I suppose I just didn't want to give it up. There's not a chance I could carry on playing now with the functions I have wise and the condition that I'm in, really. Like I said, I wasn't feeling great in late December and all of January. I made excuses that I was injured, but the truth is, is that I wasn't up for it. As much as I'd like to finally, as much as I'd like to, I finally admit to myself that there is no more. It's not good that I've attended four family funerals in three years. The latest one being my uncle. There's only two more of my dad's siblings left now, which is mad. The Jones name basically is all down to my boy, Kobe. For him to meet a girl and have shitloads of kids. I'm talking 15 years time, of course. Me and Charlotte would love to have more kids, but time is not on our side, though. And we also have to consider the business. If it happens, amazing. And if it doesn't, it's, it's not. Then it's not meant to be. In the last episode... I mentioned about quotes for the gym roof that I had had. That was quite entertaining. I've been constantly hounded by one of the guys that gave me the ridiculous quote to fix the roof. I had four people to look at it. Bus wanker. Then the professional who turned up in his company van. The joker, keen as mustard, and his sidekick who turned up on an electric scooter. And then lastly, the other pro. Again, turned up in a company van. 
The third guy messaged me the day after he gave me the quote, asking what's happening. And I replied, I have one more person to give me a quote. If you want to go ahead with you, we will be in touch. Okay, cool, he said. A day later, he messaged me again, chasing it up. I politely told him I'm still waiting on an answer from my landlord. I ended up blocking him for a bit because he did my fucking head in. And that is just ridiculous. Now, if we did that, if we constantly hounded people with text messages and emails, we wouldn't get any business. The two pros that have messaged me haven't messaged me after they gave me that quote. That's how it fucking should be. They gave me a realistic price and we'll put it to the prick of a landlord. I cannot see him shelling out a penny on it, if I'm honest. I've told the keen as mustard guy that the landlord won't pay for it, so it's not happening. He didn't reply to that, funny enough. Funny enough. Finally, the cunt has got the message. There is cause for, there is cause for concern, though, now, as bus, bus wanker and keen as mustard slash electric steward dicks have seen the gym equipment, gym equipment that I have in there. They'll know that there's a fair bit of money sitting in that gym. We need to invest in some security cameras quick because they obviously weren't professionals and I'd thought and had thought that I'd go with them. I did make a point of saying to them that the gym isn't staying and that I've been will be used pretty much just for storage of gardening equipment, etc. We have a ring doorbell and an ancient security system. But anybody with half a brain can see that that's not in use. People who waste your fucking time. I put a portable induction hob up for sale a month ago. It didn't sell, so I dropped the price to 50 quid and relisted it with more pictures. A guy messaged me that he wanted to collect the following day, the following day at 1pm. Sweet, okay. The hob was at our unit slash kitchen. We had to do a few bits there and then we headed home. I remembered that the guy was arriving at one, so I messaged him to see if it was possible to do another day. As it was like just after 12. He replied 10 minutes later, we're on here. Okay, funny 1 pm. You know when you get a feeling beforehand? I brought it downstairs and showed it to him. Oh. I didn't realise that it was like that, he said. I'd taken about six pictures of the fucking thing. So I don't, didn't understand why he said that. He looks at it and goes, 25 pounds? I went, you, you can't come here, mate, and expect to, to offer me half and I'm going to accept it. And also when you said you'd be here at one, it's fucking quarter past 12. I'm not dropping the price. 30? No chance, mate. After a minute of him trying to get me down, I was so pissed off, I said, 45. To which he replied, there's not much difference from 40 to 45. There isn't, there isn't, mate, but offering me fucking 25 is a fucking insult. I just cannot believe some people. 
I had a feeling that he'd offered me less when he turned up. You don't do that, though, either. When you, you do it when you first make contact, not when you've agreed to collect. The wedding venue where we have 40-odd uh, weddings booked for the year. A quick reminder, the couple who ran the catering there for around 10 years, his parents owned the building. They stepped down last year and they had some knob do the outside catering. I know that knob very well as well. <laughs> He's a greedy cunt. He didn't work out, hence why they got in touch with us in May last year to take over. They have now immigrated to Australia, which happened a few weeks ago, which is fair play. Three days before our third wedding at the venue, and a lady who was taking over from his uh, from the, the yeah, from them has left. She informed she informed us by a text. We found out we found her lovely to work with, understanding and fair. She said that a better offer had come along and that she was moving on. She also informed us that it was the brother that was taking over, the brother of the guy who's been you know, immigrated to Australia, and not the wedding coordinator. She didn't get on with the wedding coordinator there and didn't even bother telling her that she was leaving. When we arrived on the day, the new boss of the venue had informed us that the old boss, the one who texted us three days ago, three days prior, had basically demanded more money or she was off trying to hold them to ransom so obviously she did she left that important bit out but like I said to Charlotte I'm not interested in the politics of that place I'm just interested in fucking in the weddings that we have and that's that's all I've got to say about that football Arsenal still going strong and I hope that I can see that they can see it through and finally win a title it's been almost 20 years since they last time they won it Watching Man U getting spanked 7-0 by Liverpool was the highlight of my week, I have to say. I'm still not 100%. I don't think that I have seasonal affective disorder. And to be honest, I'm not going to see a doctor about it to determine if I have or if I haven't. On our day off the other week, Charlotte was meeting up with her mum and I was going to play snooker with Luke. I had an hour or so left um, before I was going to get the bus, I watched a few TikToks and then thought I need to eat something before I go. So I chose some junk food, of course. As I did, a thought popped into my head. You could hang yourself right now. Or you could just kill yourself. That came from absolutely nowhere and it shit me right up. I got on the bus on my way to snooker and I ended up texting the Burnt Chef Project. First time I've ever done that. And talking to, talk to somebody on there, that really helped. When chatting with one of the people from the Burnt Chef Project um, via text, I was just telling them my brief history, just saying that, you know, briefly that we'd lost Charlotte's dad in November. Um, not feeling great, you know, that it came out of nowhere, that fault. Um, that I've lost, obviously, uh, two other, um, well, father figures, obviously, my dad and my stepdad, um, and yeah, and just trying to be strong, and not um, trying to be strong for the for the kids in Charlotte, and not um, and not show that I'm struggling. That really helped.
I said that I do try to block out the negative thoughts. I told Luke that I wasn't feeling great and what had happened. I'd say to anyone that if you're struggling mentally, speak up, talk to somebody. It does help. I did tell Charlotte as well. She has paid for a gym membership for me with classes, etc. So I can stop putting it off. Gives me, it should give me a, a kick up the arse to actually go. Whereas obviously my, my current gym is falling apart in regards to the, the roof, etc. After the third wedding at the venue, this is still on the, uh, the, the feeling side of things. I was very negative of our service. Not that it was bad or anything, but because it, it wasn't. I was just picky, picking at anything. I wasn't up for it from the start though, so that's probably why. Like I said, I haven't been happy in general and that's has to change because it can only get worse otherwise. Hopefully being more active will help that. We haven't actually officially started the Just Eat yet just because some bits I didn't have ready and so that's not, that hasn't actually properly kicked off, which isn't a bad thing, doesn't, so at least it doesn't put pressure on myself. So when the time is right, I will kick it off and we can bang out some orders. It's been too long now that I've been just like cruising, you know, not doing anything. Well, apart from the bare minimum and that's not just, that's not fucking me. I used to be somebody who could push, you know, push for belief, for greatness, for success. Fucking in, on every fucking angle. Um, I just need to get back on that road and stay on that road. So the next episode, the next episode I'll say, you know, what, what I've achieved and what I've, um, what I've done, which will be a lot more than I had done in fucking a long time. And on that bombshell, this is, uh, it's the end of that epi this episode, guys. Sorry, it's a short one, but, um, but it's an episode nevertheless. Um, this has been Maddie Boy. Bombhead, MJ, PJ, Matthew, John, Philip Jones, and this has been the Shift House Podcast. Take care now. Peace. Life is like a box of chocolates here in Sheffield. Little spoons, wooden spoons, it's a chef blur. He might make history. Some people would disagree. Chef tales, woohoo. Kitchens can be scary. You could slip on some dairy. Oh look, there goes Mary Berry. Chef tales. Woohoo. These are genuine real tales. None of them include a Gareth Bale. They are ooh chef tales. Woohoo. Every day he's making real chef tales. Woohoo.